This week, we talk about inflammation. Also, we'll take the mystery out of adipose tissue and check in to see how many compliments I got this week. Blink, 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 blink. It's, it's just getting weird now. Let's get into it. It's the Josh's Muscles 2021 tour. He's in full swing, baby. Remember how we used to talk about how fat I was? Yes. We even, had a, we even had a jingle. We should it, play that just right. for old time's sake. Well, I can't even remember what it was. Was it here? How fat is Josh? Pretty fat. <laughs> hey, the one time we didn't talk over the end. Um, right? Yeah, that we don't use it anymore. Yeah, so we used to, every week was about how fat I, I am. And well, now every week is about losing. how many compliments I'm getting. How many and I'm telling you what, I'm enjoying it. Are you? <laughs> we were at a family reunion oh. Saturday. And it's, um, when it's family, it's genuine. Because <sighs> usually when it's family, people will still say, whatever, you're still fat. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, but one of my older older people that was there said, I don't want to, they literally just out of the blue said, I don't want this to be weird, but you have a good body. That's the words that came out of their mouth. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> I understand you may not wanted it to be, but <laughs> we crossed that threshold. But it's 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 funny because it sparked a whole conversation about because then inevitably Whoa, they okay. say, "What do what, you do? What are you doing?" Because everybody else that's fifty in our family is not in this good of shape, you right. know, and anybody older is definitely not. So what what were you doing to avoid you know the dad bod so, stuff? Let me ask you. So that was kind of fun. Yeah. Because then I then I got fun. to unleash That's, the floodgates of information, oh. which no one loves hearing that more than just an unsuspecting audience. Oh right. <laughs> well, they asked though, so they can't say they didn't want to hear it. Yeah, exactly. But there's always the one person going, "Don't, don't, don't, don't." Why did you have to ask? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Now he's not going to shut up. That's probably my wife. Like a low carb oh. bullshit again. Oh, oh great. He's going to talk about meat for 45 minutes. <laughs> meat, blah, did. blah, blah. Meat, blah, blah, blah. Salt and water, blah, blah. <laughs> Guess what? That's what I did. And it was awesome. And everyone said, You're everyone, insane. Because they're wolfing down sandwiches. was like, Yeah, we'll get right on that. Right. <laughs> but it's kind of fun just to, you know, because when people notice and they call you out like that, it's, you know, obviously the, what you're doing is having an effect if people haven't seen you in a while right are calling it out so that was kind of cool so i've been eating similar comment but it was in a crossfit gym so it it's more common people are more in tune yeah right they're, so they're way more in tune there so somebody said i was changing my shirt because you could have wrung it out it's <laughs> been so hot in the gym but somebody said is that visible abs I see poking through? <laughs> and I said, well, yes. Yes, it is. But that's not the point of my story because I'm not anywhere near where I need to be. Right. But the point of my story is I've been eating like 600 grams of carbs. Oh, right, because you're fueling Just the your crazy-ass workouts. The volume, right. yep. Yeah. yeah, it's still two sessions a day. Yep. So... 
it's just it's just amazing. But the problem, and we've talked about this since episode one in January. Yep. The problem is people will hear that and go, I get to eat 600 grams yeah. of carbs because I did the elliptical. That's why I always correct you. Yeah. Or not correct, but I always highlight the fact that right. you're feeling aggressive workouts right. versus your average Joe that and even if they're doing minimal working out like me, I cannot eat the amount of carbs you're putting away because I'm not burning that many calories, no even though I'm doing push-ups to failure, chin-ups to failure every morning before the shower and working out every other day. Yeah, but you're not doing an hour of endurance. Training. Exactly. I'm not putting. I'm not burning the same amount of calories you are. And what is what is your strength train your your routine that you put you put on the YouTube channel right when you do it every day or you don't. I shouldn't know this. No, I don't. I mean, I, I just okay. I but, just do but how, like a, that routine. How long is it? It's like forty-five minutes of you know five, uh, five sets of ten of you know pretty much almost a failure resistance. Okay, you know, so forty-five minutes isn't bad. That's a that's a good amount of time. Yeah, but with decent rest between sets because I'm trying to like lift as heavy as I can. Oh, so what would you, that's a good point. Now, so now like time under tension is time half under of tension. that. Oh. Half of that. Okay, so you're Cuz I'm probably it takes fully me probably, recovering. Yeah, oh yeah, because I'm probably doing uh you know the set probably takes me a minute and then I'm resting for probably a minute or two. Oh, so you're not like one for one seconds. work to rest ratio? No. So actually I'm probably doing 20 to 20 minutes of actual time under tension of that 45. That's why you couldn't eat 600 grams of carbs. Right. Yep. And because for me, I'm all about efficiency. I just want to get the workout done after the kids go to bed and be done with it. Right, right. Um, and I'm willing to limit my carb restriction in order to, you know, be able to. I don't need to want to have to do that much calorie burning cardio. Sure. Um, See, and that right there, you just nailed it on the head too. That is it. How everyone is so amazingly individualistic, right? Because. I don't want to, your choice of words, mm -hmm. I don't want to have to do that kind of volume. Because we're all after the same I'm goal. Not, no, we're not. Well, well I'm not having to are. do that volume. I mean, the same goal of body composition, leaner, well, first, more muscular. Well, actually, I'm training. I don't really care about, the looks as a byproduct. A bonus. It, it is. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of hitting everyone's family reunion, not just my own. <laughs> hey, we guys are in the parts. What are you guys doing in the park? Mind if I sit here for a minute? Uh, yeah, you can go ahead. It's low carb. <laughs> oh, Steak. Oh. Thank the, say, thanks for asking. What, what did somebody somebody say? Why do you whatever looks so good? Oh, <laughs> well, they said the hang salad on. looks good. Oh, I brought a milk crate to stand on. Just <laughs> hang on a minute. <laughs> Everyone gather around, you're little the, children's. You're the end is near guy, but with a carnivore sign. <laughs> right. Oh, funny shit. But yeah, well, I, what I would say is, Our and goals that's are why completely I completely different, but I don't have to eat 600 carbs. I get to right. because it's where I'm going right. with goals. What I, what I, th what I think the, the important thing is that I'm aware of what I'm putting in my mouth is doing and what I need to do to either counteract it or build on it. And same with you. So we're, we're aware oh, that's of. A, that's a mic drop, right? You can just stop right there. Right. You're. You're just aware. You're just aware of what you need. We're aware That's of what the, it, the effect is going to be of me consuming this, and you're doing it intentionally, and you're doing it intentionally. Right. You're not just eating the carbs because it would taste good. You're doing it to try to fuel something. It's I, I, I have to eat all these carbs because I really know that the next day I have 
this workload that I have to accomplish, and I have to do it really, really fast and really, really well. And you're timing those too. You like for sure intentional about when you eat them. Yep. So that your body will have them available. Percent. Yep. It's not like you're hitting up Sandy's Donuts. I am on Sunday, and I'll tell you about that. <laughs> You're not wolfing those down like three days before. Go, oh yeah, this so, will fuel that marathon you know in three days. I forgot. This, <laughs> the listeners, all all three of them will love this story. So Sundays are my big day now. Because big, what do you mean big? Eating. Oh, okay. So the last two Sundays, well, spoiler alert, I sent you a picture of something I ate, but <laughs> yeah, um, that looked good though. Oh yeah, it was. That but was Josh approved. Here's the thing. Here's what I had. Well, I'll just say it. This Sunday. Well, last two Sundays ago, I had an entire of those super loud-ass containers that you get at Hornbachers of donut holes. <laughs> the whole fucking thing. And <laughs> like how you said loud container because there's no sneak in those no, in the house. No, 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 no. Yeah, there's like three nothing. In the morning, no, crack, there's crack, nothing. Crack, pop, crap. There's nothing louder on this planet Dwayne. than those containers Gotta at eleven thirty. Me thinks I'll sneak into the kitchen for a little donut hole. <laughs> Do we? It's waking up the neighbors. Even neighbors' dog starts barking <laughs> inside their house. But yeah, and then I had a like a huge foot long sub with roast beef and cheese and. Oh, between two slices of cake? <laughs> Could have. As the guy called it. Right. <laughs> right. Called the bread. Right. <laughs> um, last weekend? You know, just not Go to ahead. divert, but... No, no, no. Go ahead. How funny, though, you know, as we're talking... I was talking about these nutrition myths and how all these, rest, well, government entities and restaurants and marketing are is just complete bullshit. Did you see the story that Subway tuna contains no tuna? <laughs> You're shitting me. <laughs> yeah. That's, you should have brought that as a story. I know. Something to talk about. That's ridiculous. Yeah. They, and well, well, you talk amongst yourself. Okay. I'll you find, find it. I'll, I'll, find I'll finish. Because right you're going to love that. You're going to be super jelly of this sun, this like three days, four days ago. I had literally had six donuts. The Hornbachers ones, like Sandy's ones, like this. Right. I mean, they're big. Or the North Dakotans call them rolls. I don't yep. know why, but they're rolls. donuts. Rolls. But they're huge ones. I had six of them. Wow. Plus that same huge hero sub. Wow. And then cereal. Oh, shit. You, I had pizza. You just, you just went off. I, it's, I have only one rule on Sunday. Aaron says. Does it fit in my mouth? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> 5,000 calories. That's your limit? Yep. Or you got to hit that. I have to hit that. Oh, you have yeah. to hit five thousand. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Wow. Shit. I have to hit five thousand. But here it gets it gets more fun. You're gonna get even more jelly. I have to hit <laughs> five thousand. And no plants. Now what's the point of this? Like is, to, is to, your coach telling you to do yep, this? Yep. It's to build up my glucose levels for training for the week. Oh, okay. But here's right. cause here's what you don't know. Everyone here's like Put me on that fucking plan. Right. Give me that guy's number. I want to do that. Well, the next starting Monday until the following Sunday, I get 1,850 calories a day of nothing. Which is way below your plants. Oh, for sure. Way way below below what you're burning. Yep. But it's nothing but plants 
and lean, lean, lean protein okay. and low fat. So you're really just building up the glucose store so you have some gas in the tank. Exactly. That's really what that is. Yep. Okay. Okay, now back to the story here that I mentioned. But that that's that's a little bit of a misclaimer, misnomer. Okay. My 1850s up now. Sure. Full disclosure. Okay, here's a story. Subway's tuna sandwiches were tested again. No tuna DNA was found. <laughs> oh. What is it then? Uh, earlier this I'm year, scared. two women filed a lawsuit against Subway, alleging that the Connecticut-based sandwich chain tuna sandwiches and wraps didn't contain any actual tuna. The Washington Post reported their attorney purchased tuna sandwiches from multiple Subway locations in California and then submitted the fish in question to an independent lab for testing. Although the attorney declined to discuss the exact findings, she did say the test revealed that the sandwich filler was not tuna and... Even more scary, not fish. What the fuck? Fucking vegan. I thought maybe they were going to cheap. They were going to cheap out and maybe not have you know use a, a cheaper white fish or something. Sure, but it's not even freaking fish, dude. Oh my god. Okay, it Is says it impossible fish. It says <laughs> right. The resulting lawsuit alleged that Subway's tuna was quote a mixture of various concoctions that do not constitute tuna yet have been blended together by defendants to imitate the appearance of tuna holy jesus wow how is this not on the front of every paper in the country well, i've heard on the news and that's what made me think of it when you said that and then of course subway says they deliver 100 percent cooked tuna to its restaurants which is mixed with mayonnaise and used in freshly made sandwiches wraps and salads that are served to and enjoyed by our guests and no longer endorsed by a child molester <laughs> remember jared yeah oopsie did you forget given the facts uh blah, blah, blah. okay so how funny is that? So they so they uh, sent more than sixty inches worth. That's what you eat on a Sunday of Subway tuna sandwiches to <laughs> of a commercial sandwiches yeah, to a commercial food testing lab. Wow, crazy! Plain tuna sandwiches, no cheese dressing or extra veggies. Scraped the tuna into plastic baggies, froze it, and shipped it off to be DNA tested. After months, you got the results back. No amplifiable tuna DNA was present. Wow. Therefore, we cannot identify the species. That's freaking scary, man. I mean, how many years have they been selling that shit? Stop eating out. Just make your own shit. Yeah, I mean, because they're just outright lying or about go, it. Or, or go to a reputable higher end. Don't go to fast food. Yeah, or you have to you know, send your food in for DNA testing once a week. What the hell, Because if, if anyone who knows anything that about business and, and, how, and understands what it takes to be profitable... At those price points, hmm. this shouldn't be surprising. Well, I, I was I was legit surprised that, that they were how that. Can you blatant still make? How can you still run a franchise in 2021, year of our Lord, and, <laughs> and for six dollars and still yeah. and still make money? I know. It well, is, now we know, right? Yeah, you just because it's cat or some you shit. Just, yeah, just you just, roadkill, and they're just grinding it up. And, well. We know, now we know where PETA sends all those cats that they execute. You know how you get the bottles of like artificial vanilla and artificial mint? I've never seen artificial tuna. <laughs> how do they make it taste like that then? <laughs> that's Well, you put enough mayonnaise in, and if it's got tuna-like appearance, that's all they're going for. Because really, you're not tasting the tuna. You're tasting the mayo and the spices and the dill and all the other junk that's um, mixed in. Could be. So really, you just have to have, it just has to mimic that texture. Sure craziness man wow i like i like their tuna too. that's why you see impossible whoppers but you don't see impossible steaks right 
Because if you had to eat a, just a steak, you'd go, okay, this is some no, bullshit. Oh, no, no, no. Haven't but, you seen the, the fake steak but made buried out of in, tofu? In, you know, a bunch of Whopper fixings. No. It's right. undetectable. Sure. No, I haven't seen the steak tofu. Yeah. It's I'm real. Sure it's, it's something, I'll tell you what. All right. Well, we want, I want to talk quickly about, uh, um, just to mention, last week we did our interview with Jess Jones. So that was really cool. We got a lot of good feedback and uh, comments. I got a couple of couple of comments. Um, some somebody really really loved hearing her story. Um, and said she did a good job. Yeah, she was very well spoken and yep. super nice and super non dogmatic, which was cool. Sure, a friend Jake. I know he's listening. And right now it's Wednesday afternoon, but for him this is going to be Friday morning on his way to the lake. <laughs> right. He said best ever. Oh, excellent. How's that accolade? Very, I like it. So um, follow her on Twitter, and uh, she covers a lot of carnivore stuff, and she I got her YouTube channel up here, and she posted the interview as well. She took the video file and posted it on her channel. Which oh, is that kinda, worked out? Yeah, that's that was great. Okay, I didn't know. She yep. she emailed me, and I was like, uh, <laughs> sure. I took care of it, buddy. Don't you, in, don't you even worry your pretty so, little hey, head. If you need me to move furniture, I'm your guy. <laughs> But if you need me to move send files, you a, can't do send it. you an audio file, a video file, whatever. See, I can't even do it. Dewey can move file cabinets, just not files. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think crickets is good because <laughs> you, I think you saw that being funnier in your head before yes. it came out. <laughs> but she's got a lot of cool videos uh, talking about a lot of carnivore related stuff, just diet stuff, um, kind of like for especially targeted towards women as they get older things like that so definitely check out her oh dude you know what YouTube just reminded channel. me what's that? her uh did she actually have saladino on no i don't think so oh. I think she just talked but about i just it. that little thumbnail is that that's called yep thumbnail fucking damn brilliant um seeing that reminded me of one something i for and i'm glad i saw that because it reminded me to tell you because i wanted to say it on the air i fucking unfollowed him i couldn't handle it anymore <laughs> The, the COVID shit, I'm I'm done. Well, uh, talk about food, jackass. I'm sick of the COVID shit. It's every well, uh, yeah, two minutes. Okay, but no, no. there's no but. Are we going to talk into about this? nutrition? Are we going to get into this now? No, but he'd love to. But it's all related. You know that. It's related. What if you have comorbidities? It's your, your, in, health, in your health, your ability to I withstand. know, but say it once. We're done. Yeah, but he's get, but he's getting censored. He's getting uh, what do they call it? Shadow banned. He's getting. Sure he you is. know, you post something that uh, Fauci or somebody said six months ago that they now deem the opposite of, then you get censored, uh, taken down, whatever. So he's fighting back against that. No, so, he's not. He's posting on the internet. That's not fighting. Right, but he. But when you get shadow banned, you get you get your stuff taken down. But you it, get blocked. But I get it. But here's, monetized. But here's the here's the point. You, you don't like it. You're welcome to unfollow. I did. Right. But guess what? Everyone. So what does that mean? It's just an echo chamber because everyone that follows him agrees. So what are you accomplishing besides alienate well, the few people who do just tune in for content? Okay, then what is somebody supposed to do that's getting shut down, censored? Stop talking about it. He wouldn't get. It's a. That's oh, what's leading to it. Exactly. So stop talking about COVID right. and you won't get fucking shadow banned. Okay. Yeah. No, seriously, stop talking about right. it. Right. Just talk about food. Well, that's what they want you to do, dude. That's what I want them to do, too. Right. So you and and Biden are in agreement now. You uh, both got Saladino to shut up about COVID. No. I, I don't <laughs> care that he talks about it. <laughs> You're literally saying friends, if he would just stop talking then I wouldn't, about the thing I we don't want him to talk about, then everything would be great. Yeah, but intent matters. Well, he's saying, I don't, no, I'm not going to shut up about it. And then you're going to lose followers. 
And he is. Right. I'm not the only one. That's capitalism, you know, free market. Free market policing itself. I right. agree. That's fine. And maybe he's gaining people that are like, hey, finally, somebody's actually fighting back against this bullshit instead of just laying over and saying, okay, sir, I won't talk about it. I don't uh, think oh, he's gaining because personal opinion, it's a, it's a, the people in his camp are a minority. Well, we settled that. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a different podcast. So the the guy who's saying shut up about code keeps bringing it up. <laughs> I try to avoid it. All right, on to funnier things. I saw this meme, which is funny. Dad bods are great until you make her mad. Then you're a fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very no. Good. No. 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 They're more passive aggressive. They go like this. They go like this, and they go. Ooh, look at the gut. Yep. They just give you that glance down right at the gut, and they're, and you know exactly what she just honed yes. in on. Oh, yes. It wasn't your balls. Nope. Now, she can't see it. I know you like this guy, right? Justin Amash. Love Justin Amash. Amash twenty twenty. Speaking of all this political bullshit, uh, this meme really summed up my viewpoint on all this shit. I'll just read it for the audio listeners. Uh, and he tweeted this, Justin Amash. He's like a libertarian candidate, right? He was. Was. Okay, yeah. so here's his quote. The First Amendment protects the spreading of misinformation in almost every context. Protects the spreading. Note. It does so because what's widely perceived as false may at times be unpopular truth. It recognizes that human progress is built upon the advancement of ideas the majority once did not accept. Boom, bitches. That's like whenever anybody, you know, we talk about the censoring, the no. free market, I all this shit. Absolutely unequivocally this is what disagree. I, I love that the Constitution does not. The Constitution protects your right to free speech. <laughs> it does not guarantee you an audience. No, of course not. But it, sa it says it protects us. But see, people are saying that, that you shouldn't be able to say that because of that. And he's saying, no, you can Sure. So that's and, my. It just sums up what I so ineloquently so try to say. And on just my own. like that, he's on Twitter there. And just like on Twitter, mm -hmm. if you go to Burger King and Moorhead and start yelling the N word, do they have tuna? And you start yelling N word, N word, N word, and management goes, "Sir, you have to leave. <laughs> you can't go." No, my rights. Did you watch that video, that security footage of me? Why do you think I'm, I was I was wasn't going to use your name? Speaking of Burger King, that was my first job. Was it really? Yeah. In fact, my sisters and I both worked there, or all three of us worked there, and they used to call it Burger Coath. <laughs> you guys were like the Burger King mafia. So, anyways, that sums up my, you know, in the whole uh, whether you know it's a private company or does it constitute the public square or is a utility. That's an argument for another time. So we're right. going to get into that. Um, <clears throat> Now, here's another one I saw that was funny. <laughs> it's got a guy with pencil arms, and it says, I lost weight on a vegan diet. I'm sure you did. <laughs> it says, yep, you sure did, considering the lack of protein, cholesterol, zinc, and other trace minerals on a vegan diet, combined with high amounts of carbs, fructose, and anti-nutrients. It's no surprise you'd lose muscle weight on a vegan diet. And then under that, in the comments, you're going to get a fucking flood of links to vegan bodybuilders. Yeah, there's, there's probably some in here. Oh, yeah. I like this, this comment. Vegans call it detoxing. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. He looks malnourished. There's always the person that doesn't get the joke. He looks malnourished. Yeah, no shit. That's the whole joke. I like I like the watch band 
loose for, <laughs> it's a, for loose. a fact. Yes. That's good. Funny. That Rob Lowe. Oh, it is. It's that commercial where Skinny right. Rob Lowe. Yeah, where yeah. they yeah. CGI'd him. Yep. Right. Exactly. Good shit. All right. <clears throat> so, one more funny thing I saw. Let me zoom in on this one. Okay, here's another uh, meme. It says, people want an A-plus body, but their report card looks like sleep D-minus, nutrition C-minus, training B, hydration C, stress management D, supplements A-plus. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but you need at least a passing grade in all your classes to have the body you want. That's, oh, that's tough right there. I would take that last paragraph and I'd take it even further to get the body that you think you can get or right. that your desire, yeah. you better eat straight A's. Right. You need a 4.0. Legit. Yep. And, and you know what, though? The only one that could be a B is supplements. Well, right. Exactly. Because if you're, if nutrition is an A, supplements can right. be nothing. Right. Yeah, you could probably even fail that class. You can audit that shit. Right. <laughs> Yeah, this middle. I'd hate to give myself grades, and this sleep, my sleep is is probably a C. Nutrition, I think, is is I give myself an A. Training, I'll give a B. Hydration, uh, <laughs> C is probably accurate. Stress management, probably a C. Supplements, I have don't have any, so I, I was, guess that's a pass fail. I was a B, A, A, D plus. <laughs> Stress management, F. <laughs> Supplements. C. C. Yep. But because I supplement B12 and vitamin D. And the mighty creatine. And creatine. And protein. That's a supplement. Oh, yeah. I guess it is. Yeah. If you're not getting it through food. So, yeah, that's. That's kind of eye-opening and, and scary when you think about it because most people that's so are dead concentrating on. on a couple of these. Yeah. And not, you know, all in the script and all of them. Like I said, you're going to, if nothing else, it's going to take you longer. Uh, you know, like I, I saw, I was watching a video the other day and I'll put this in the comments cause it relates to our topic at hand as well. But he was, they took a, just to paraphrase, they took a, a group of people, the same group of people and gave them the same exact nutrition for a while. And all they did was modify their sleep. Oh. So they let them get eight hours yep. of good REM, you know, whatever amount of REM sleep you get in eight hours. Hour and a half. And then they did all that, you know, measured all their stuff. And then they took the same exact group of people and then just changed it to like five and a half hours of decent sleep instead of eight. And everything went to shit. Oh, their cortisol fucking skyrocketed. Right. Like, and then they started. Everything that was rebuilding during, in the yeah. night and repairing itself just pretty much stopped doing that. And all their, you know, their gain, a lot of their gains ceased. You know, a lot of For the, sure. the benefits of the nutrition and everything else just kind of started to degrade that was pretty scary to, to and the know. shitty part is we we celebrate that as a society it's like a it's you're it's right. almost like a, a badge of it means you're tough yeah it's, you know how tough i am three hours last night here i am half uh, hour early for work yeah okay tough guy <clears throat> i remember one time in the band when i was on the road we played a street dance on a saturday in south dakota tore down got in the truck it's like 3 a.m now and drove to Mississippi. What? I thought you were going to say like St. Paul. <laughs> no. Gee. We drove to Mississippi and I drove the whole way. We got there at like 10 p.m. the next night. No way. Yeah. So I don't even know how many hours. I hope the gig was worth it. How, well, we were there for a month, but. Oh, okay. But still, I mean, looking back, that was insane. 
you know, and I and I don't remember parts of the drive, you know, because oh, I was probably not. I was probably just like yep. a complete robot, right? Somehow executing the maneuvers, but mm-hmm. probably way worse than a drunk driver. But you, it's similar, you know? yeah, yeah, so absolutely scary shit. That's um, crazy. Yeah, and then, but yeah, you think you're a badass. You're like, fuck yeah, I drove all the yeah. way. Why didn't I take a break and let somebody else drive? Right. I mean, it's just it's one of those. I'm just I'm an Iron Man. This shit. Right. You think so you're then, a badass. So then, what you end up doing is when you get to your destination, what's the first thing you do? Freaking crash. I gotta eat. Oh, when I eat the whole way. That was back when I was oh. on my Twizzlers and ah, Yoohoo diet. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember Yoohoo. I liked Yoohoo. Gas station food. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. So. We're going to define a term this week. Take the mystery out of adipose tissue. Or as the layperson would I say, fat. Yep. All right. So I'm going to, you know, it's one of these terms you hear bandied about. And now I know what it means just because it's been referenced a zillion times in our discussions. But when I first heard it, I was like, hmm, don't know. Don't know what they're referring to. So I'm just going to define it for everyone so we can all learn together here. Adipose tissue or fat is an anatomical term for loose connective tissue composed of adipocytes. Its main role is to store energy in the form of fat, although it also cushions and insulates the body. More cushion for the pushion. That's where that comes from, right? (laughs) Obesity in animals, including humans, is not dependent on the amount of body weight, but on the amount of body fat, specifically adipose tissue. In mammals, two types of adipose tissue exist, white adipose tissue and brown adipose tissue. We covered that in a previous episode. Because mm-hmm. um, then, remember, they, they were talking about the beige yep. and talking about how much harder that was to lose. <laughs> Some people are obese. Some people just they're make like, shit up. They're obese and they're like, it's beige. It's all the beige fat. Adipose tissue is primarily located beneath the skin, but is also found around internal organs. Which is visceral. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so in the, I don't even know what this word is, integumentary, integumentary system, which also includes the skin, it accumulates in the deepest level, the subcutaneous layer, providing insulation from heat and cold. Around organs, it provides protective padding. Mm. It also functions as a reserve of nutrients. So that's kind of where we... Stored energy. Stored energy, and that's how we think of it. From a nutrition and body recomposition perspective, that's one of the reasons we use fasting as a tool is because you're trying to get your body to consume those energy reserves, which your body's saying, hey, but what if what if there's a famine? What if there's no deer around? What if we're designed to store fat? Right. So really, when you get lean, when you have those hint of visible abs coming through, that's not your natural state you know we're fighting the body's what do they call that homeostasis or you know the natural point at which your body wants to rest you're actually you know pushing below that through effort you know and we're doing that very intentionally but every but everyone's different somebody's homeostasis which is perfect balance might be a little leaner much leaner yeah you know definitely especially if you're more muscular right well, but that's all a lot of times by intention too. Right. Um, so the 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 funny thing about adipose tissue that I find fascinating, or not fascinating, but a huge um, confusing confusing point for people mm-hmm. is you don't lose fat; you shrink fat cells. Mm. If you want to lose fat, you get liposuction. So you're saying. Nope, 
I'm telling you because it's a fact. I'm not just saying <laughs> right, right. So if I'm understanding you correctly, me and Lizzo have the exact same amount of fat cells. Not necessarily, no. <laughs> See, that's the shitty part. You can increase them. Oh. But once you get them, oh. you can never get rid of them. Oh, oh damn. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's, damn. A, it's a bad deal. Why are you doing that to me? <sighs> so, but you can shrink them to nothing. So you can put, you can add a fat cell. You can't get rid of them. You can't, but they don't go away. No. I almost threw, Holy when I was shite. listening to the podcast with Dr. PDRT and he walked through this, I yeah, almost threw, threw my phone. phone I did. I almost threw the phone across the room. I was like, son of a bitch. Damn you, God. <laughs> Why? That's that's evil, man. Yeah. So well, people are it, like, I want to lose fat. No, you don't. You want to shrink your fat cells. So really, when you went from having you know your big gut when you before you lost your 50 pounds to small really it's the same amount of cells just got smaller mm -hmm. that's fucking i don't know i still don't Another it still doesn't four, really compute two right by four across the head yeah well it's just it's it's gonna take a while for that to sink in oh. I, I don't i'm not there yet i don't okay. fully believe it yet but all right well i mean i believe you and you just it's mentally not, it's, it's not just, registering it's not in my gut yet though yeah. it is though <laughs> and it's not going anywhere i get it i gotcha <laughs> oh boy Okay, yeah. So I'm, I just realized tissue. I yep. just realized I might have ruined the day for a bottle. <laughs> yeah. Well all three people. Right. Yeah, that you definitely ruined some days there. All right, well let's get into our topic for the day. Inflammation. Now, this is one of those things that's sneaky because and what triggered this was a comment that uh, we had a, on one of our YouTube videos of a nearby carnivore from South Dakota who was excited that we were from North Dakota area. Um, and she had been carnivore for a year and a half or so. And she kind of had the similar story to Michaela Peterson, solved a bunch of oh, autoimmune problems yeah. and inflammation-related things. And then that led me down the rabbit hole of finding that video that I'm going to post um, where it was uh, Shane Stevenson on Lewis Holmes' podcast, or Sean Stevenson, sorry, and – he wrote a book, I think it was called Eat Smarter, and then he had his Sleep Smarter book, a couple of books on just on wellness. Um, but he was the one talking about inflammation and how it's kind of, it's so low grade and can be so chronic that you don't even really know that it's happening until you don't, until you feel better. Right. And you go, holy shit, this was possible. Mm -hmm. So first, that's a lot of people, though. They don't, they're like, yeah. I feel fine. Do you? You, you might not even know what feeling good is. Well, because you've put up with it for so long. Yeah, or you just think that that's normal. But your normal point can reset to a much more positive area, possibly. It's like um, Shannon Sharp. You know who that is? Oh, uh, Football NFL, player. yep. He, uh, he just got a new hip. Oh. And he said, I did not, and now hips and functional, and he's almost back to crossfitting, I think. But anyways, he, he said, I had no clue of how much pain I was in. Until it was gone? Yep. Yeah. That's that's huge. All right. So let's define inflammation. Okay. So inflammation, the word incorporates the Greek for flame, and indeed an inflamed body part may feel on fire. In its traditional clinic descript clinical description, inflammation has four characteristics, heat, redness, swelling, and pain. They are the manifestations of the body's defense against injury 
or against invasion by foreign materials or microorganisms, including the means of removal or destruction of the offending agent, restriction of the spread of infection, and preparations for the healing process. But the immune system that implements vital self-preservation may also sometimes cause inflammation by misdirected attack on some part of the body itself. Mm. Okay, now this is what's interesting because how your body is supposed to use inflammation is if a, you know, you talk about the two by four across the face. Well, mm-hmm. if somebody hits you with the two by four across the face, literally, then bring blood to it. To yeah, it brings it. blood, it gets hot, it swells yep. up. And that's supposed to be a temporary thing. It might last a day or two, and then it goes down, it repairs, and it's and you, the body has repaired itself, and you feel better, and that inflammation is gone. And that's why we don't ice anymore. Oh. Because the blood coming right. to us, and it's swelling. They're mm-hmm. swelling up, and everyone's like, oh, my God, get in some ice. Ice will alleviate the pain, but it'll slow down the healing. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> So rice, you've heard rice before, the acronym? Oh, uh-uh. Rest, ice, compression, elevation. Mm, mm-hmm. um, they don't use the ice part as much anymore. I mean, unless you're in pain and you really need to relax. But anyways. Right. right. Okay. So, but that, you know, the inflammation when it's being ut- utilized properly by the body is just to heal things temporarily like that in the short term. The problem that occurs is when you have inflammation in a chronic form anywhere, really, and then your body is kind of fighting itself, and the key is what's bringing that on and how do you prevent it from happening and or reduce it if it is happening and prevent it from happening in the future. So uh, we're going to get into that. So let's see here. Inflammation can occur anywhere acutely in the skin around a wound or a sting or in less visible sites such as the lining of the middle ear or of the bladder or of the gallbladder. Chronically, it can be related to persistent infection, ulceration, mechanical or chemical irritation, or autoimmune disease. <clears throat> Whenever inflammation occurs, there are certain local mechanisms in common despite differences in the pre- precipitating factors and also in the relative prominence of the four cardinal features. Even with relatively minor and apparently localized problems, there are whole body responses. Wherever inflammation is located, the condition is given a name ending in hyphenitis. So whenever you see a word like, uh, you know, inflammation, pericarditis for the membranes around the heart, gastritis for the stomach, they stick that suffix on and that means it's inflammation of whatever that organ is. Um, So that's kind of a, you know, an overview of what it is. Now, the trick is, you know, how do you tie this back to food uh because really that's to me that's what it's a function of it's not so much involved in the fitness unless you get injured you know it's not so much related to the fitness side of things this is really brought on as far as in our realm uh unless you're injured by something uh by diet and nutrition so and that's why you know a decade ago not quite a decade ago half a decade ago the trend was anti-inflammatory diets Right. Yeah, I remember hearing that. And what were the markers of those? Like, what was the main ingredients? Uh, what did they want you to, Was it more of a cutout things, or was it eat this to prevent it, or was eat, it removal eat of things? this and removal. Okay. Uh, removal of dairy. Oh, dairy. Um, high yeah, that's, fat. Yep. That's one. Yeah, high fat. Now, how funny is that? Because that's kind of been flipped now that uh, 
they don't necessarily blame inflammation on fat. In fact, I got a I found a passage here in the case for keto by Gary Taubes. It relates to this. Um, so I'll just read this here. <clears throat> so he's talking about a study here that they did um, about low-carb, high-fat, ketogenic way of eating. Physicians who embrace and prescribe the low-carb, high-fat, ketogenic eating believe that these conventional healthy diet hypotheses are refuted daily in their lives and in their practices. <clears throat> After all, many of them and their patients have lived and eaten by these conventional guidelines while they got progressively fatter and sicker, as had I. Some had even been vegetarians, even vegans, but low-carb, high-fat, ketogenic eating was what eventually allowed them to easily lose their excess fat and reverse any progression towards hypertension or diabetes. That's what they directly observed, and that, in turn, is what their patients experience. No faith is necessary to observe or experience these benefits. Recall what the 100-plus Canadian physicians wrote in HuffPost about their observations, their experiences when their patients embraced low-carb, high-fat, ketogenic eating. What we see in our clinics, blood sugar values go down, blood pressure drops, chronic pain decreases or disappears. That's a big one right there. Lipid profiles improve, inflammatory markers improve, energy increases, weight decreases, sleep is improved, IBS symptoms are lessened, etc. Medication is adjusted downward or even eliminated, which reduces the side effects for patients and the cost to society. The results we achieve with our patients are impressive and durable. Physicians who now prescribe these diets commonly say that they rarely, if ever, prescribe drugs to their patients for blood sugar control or hypertension. Rather, they de-prescribe they get patients off medications. That's compelling testimony. So, I mean, I know he just listed that along a laundry list of other benefits that people achieve, you know, from that caloric restriction, low carb, high fat kind of way of eating. But the um, the, the the counter argument to the whole thing is going to be it's it was just the caloric restriction, right? Exactly. So, and that's what's key. Is it is it the types of things you're eating? Is it just purely a matter of reducing your adipose tissue, right? Right. And, you know, what's bringing out that inflammation? For me, I, and I've told this story a bunch of times, you know, when I eat carbs, I literally can feel my sinuses swell up and I start like tearing up, you know, my eyes mm -hmm. are running, my, I start sniffling and sneezing. I never sneeze when I'm like doing pure carnivore or, just low carb, you know, I never sneeze, literally never. But when I do, I'm, when I'm, so I, you know, I don't know if but I'm hypersensitive. But here's my question. Have you ever been strict carnivore for an, an, a set period of time? Let's just say for argument's sake, 60 days. Mm -hmm. And then reintroduced carbs of different sources. Because every time you've told the story where yeah. every time I eat carbs, I get yep. sinuses and tear duct, and you tell that story again, yep, almost like an allergy. Yep. But it's always bread. Yeah, bread, right. Have you ever tried a sweet potato? Have you ever yeah, I mean, I've had all that stuff, but probably in addition to bread. Right. You know, so right. I, don't, I don't know what exactly of sure. is the main offender, you know. Probably wheat. It could be, yeah, definitely. Um, or, you know, the stuff that's in whatever pasta is made out of wheat, you know, yeah, exactly. Grains, <laughs> all yep. grains, yeah, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, so for me, it could be just, and that's why, you know, like 
low carb and especially carnivore is such a great elimination experiment. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's absolutely. One, that's one of the things that this gal made the comment on YouTube was talking about just because it's allowed her to see, okay, if she's hypersensitive, well, this is, I'm going to eliminate everything else except for the beef, salt, and water and see what happens. Mm-hmm. All the stuff went away. Right. Well, then you can start, you know, if you do that for, like you said, 60 days, 90 days, six months, whatever, then you can start going, okay, can I get away with eating some salad? Do I experience any benefits or yep. problems? Uh, you know, some people do, some don't. Some people can eat bread with no problems. Some right. people might start getting mm-hmm. inflammation. And you related. know who did that? Adam Schaefer on Mind Pump. Oh, okay. He went carnivore and he went like two months and he had pretty strict. You remember that? He had the yep. psoriasis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. He said that got and vastly it, improved. Oh, right? it cleared up. Yeah. But then he which is an autoimmune thing for sure. Yep. And then he, but he eliminated a bunch of shit yep. and started reintroducing stuff. Yeah, because you don't know and he's, what was the offender. But it's still gone. Oh, okay. even though he started re. I, and I don't remember what it is that he left out. Right, because you wonder what what was the thing that was triggering it then, or was it just a? Is it the evil carb stew? You don't it, know. Or yeah, that's why you just have to be meticulous in reintroduction. And some people do, some people don't. You know, like Michaela Peterson, obviously hypersensitive. If they, if she gets her food cooked on, or steak cooked on a grill next to some other stuff, she might have a reaction. Right, right, right. Whereas other people can eat tons of bread and not have any adverse reactions. So I can um, eat tons. I can have some. And for me, like the, I always bring up the plantar fasciitis too, completely mm-hmm. inflammation related. Yep. I used to think that was all just stretching, but. It does. It didn't ever matter how much I stretched. I can never. It never felt good. Right. The only time I do, it feels good, is when I'm low carb and some version of fasting. Sure. So, you know, it's just one of that's anecdotal. I know. Sure. But and I even Michaela Peterson, she's all the time. She's a liar. Uh, sorry. She's a liar. <laughs> Freudian. She's slip. a damn liar. She's an outlier. <laughs> right. Um, it's you can't hear Michaela Peterson's story and go, "That's it. Everybody just eat meat." Right. She, but her, yeah, she's high saved her life. Yeah, I mean, it literally saved her life. Yep, because that's no way to live. Oh God, no. I mean, she has a piece of toast and she's crippled. Yeah, like in bed for two weeks. Right. Yeah, that's. I mean, she's a crazy, like you said, a crazy outlier. Not liar. Um, <laughs> as far as I know, she tells the truth. Oh, exactly. Um, but what I would say to anybody that's having any of those types of issues is, what do you got to lose? Do it. Right? Yeah, try it and Hell see yeah. what happens. I'm trying to get Mel to uh-huh. do it, but she just, she can't eat beef. Just doesn't like beef? Just doesn't like it. Well, you don't have to eat beef to do carnivore. You can do fish and chicken and other stuff, right? No. No? Carnivore is beef. Yeah. Some eggs. Um, but eventually, they say you got to wean yourself have, off the eggs. But does she have problems, though, that she oh, needs yeah. to rectify? Yeah, GI, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she, she's a mess. Gastrointestinal. She's a mess. Yeah, she is. She's a dumpster fire. Okay. And she knows it and she's working on it, but right. I, so. I, I I think if she did just so, just meat and she even tr- as an experiment. Tr- no. Right. Nope. Nope. No. No. Nope. Good. Well, that was what this gal mentioned was, you know, when she just did this as a experiment, all these things went away. And the most impressive one to me was the mental, and this was Jess Jones brought up last week too, the mood improvement. I mean, that right. is so key. Right. Um, 
you know, and again, that may be just a product of caloric restriction, giving up all the, you know, crap. See, that's too. The, but. Even even that even that study that <clears throat> that Tobbs had in his book doesn't mean shit until <laughs> we these people the, the, unless these participants of these studies are not going from what they need to do is they need to get people who are not or even if they're on a standard American diet if they're on a sad diet then put them all on a protein intense healthy low fat carb diet that's balanced with an emphasis on prioritizing protein for an extended period of time, then do the test. Right, and see if there's a difference. Because if you go right. from sad to keto, fucking of course you're going to feel right. great. That's why people who go vegan feel great. They're great, exactly. It's, it's the honeymoon caloric, phase. Exactly, it's caloric restriction and all the benefits of giving up the wheat and stuff. Right. Yeah. So when I hear we just took 30 people in and put them on a low, you know, high-fat, low-carb diet, well, what were they on? Right. They never mentioned that. Yeah, so well, you can I, assume as as I hear it's that, always shitty. Exactly. You can so, assume it's always shitty. Yeah. So I want to. You know, that would be a good experiment to see. Take what you would consider, you know, the ultimate, you know, meat, meat and vegetables, PE, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> PE diet. Yeah, yep. and then try cutting out the vegetables. Then see what happens. Right. Would I'm sure the benefits would be almost you know way 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 less if even detectable, only to the people that were hypersensitive to the things, sure, the vegetable things. Sure. If you weren't, you probably wouldn't see any benefits. Right. Because right. if you don't have gastro problems from eating too much fiber or if you're not hypersensitive to any of the stuff that's in plants, then you probably wouldn't see any benefit really. Right. That's because like with me, I can eat. I don't get that. I, th- I do really well on a low-carb diet. Mm-hmm. I lost a shit ton of weight. Yep. But once the weight's off, bringing back in good carbs and starches is I'm better. Right, I'm better off. Yeah. Um, but you, you got to go through that process. Yeah, and you can't just you can't skip to the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. have to you have to go through the point of low carb. You have to reset everything and regulate yeah. and lose the weight. Yep. Then you get to. You know, everybody hears my stories about 5,000 calories of donuts on a Sunday, and they're like, I want to do that. <laughs> they well, you got a shit ton first, of work to do. The 10 years prior. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, it's it's interesting because, you know, with the – like, I, I don't do bad. You know, I'm, I'm not a hypersensitive person as far as uh, negative effects. Like, if I just eat uh, – because I did keto kind of before I did mostly carnivore, which was just basically steaks with, you know – Asparagus or whatever. Yeah, I, yeah. And I thrived avocado, on that. Avocado and mayo. Yeah, I thrived on that too. So it's not like I had any negative effects. Sure, but you know, I just. But don't you. But you admittedly. Vegetables. But you admittedly said before you went to the even the keto or even in the carnivore you were Twizzlers and Yoo-Hoo. Oh yeah, complete, complete sad. So if you drop the sad, yep. and go into anything that used to have roots or a face. Yep. You're going to be better off. That's why I don't even, like, I'm not dogmatic about carnivore at all. Like, I, I basically just say, make meat the centerpiece. Sure. As long, if, as, long as I do that, then mm-hmm. if I have vegetables, fruit, whatever, besides it, it's, I'm fine. You know, I have no problems. And I agree with that a million percent. Mm-hmm. But you and I have two different definitions of centerpiece. To me, make meat the centerpiece means prioritize how much meat that is for what your protein requirements are. Right. First and foremost, before anything else. 
before anything else. Then fill the rest of the plate with plants. That's right. Yeah, right. That's that's kind of the Ted Naiman approach, which I love his, I forget how he phrased it exactly, or maybe somebody on his podcast said, hit your protein goals without going over your calorie goal. Right. So hit the protein goal, but don't exceed him. your calorie. Yeah, he was on the, the Diet Doctor podcast. Yeah, that was yeah. like the perfect way of saying it. It was. It was perfect. Because it's like, okay, then you make sure you hit the protein goal, and then whatever's left to get to your calorie goal, you can fill with, like you said, the plants. That way it limits the calories, and it makes sure you're hitting the protein. Mm-hmm. And it's almost impossible to overeat in that context if you it stick is. to those two It is, if you limit yourself. Limits. Yep, I agree 100%. So let's look at another couple uh things of inflammation here okay so uh, so here's five cardinal signs of inflammation pain heat redness swelling and loss of function that's another one that wasn't in the previous article so a cardinal sign is a major symptom that doctors utilize to make a diagnosis in the case of inflammation there are five cardinal signs that characterize the condition pain heat redness swelling and loss of function remember in tommy boy when he gets nailed in the face with the board and then and then he's like, I don't know, it hurts kind of so not so much here or, or here, here, but kind of right in here. Right here. <laughs> There's a giant red mark. Are face. you sure? He's like, Nope, I don't see anything. And the waitress <laughs> comes up. What happened to your face? <laughs> yep, that's inflammation done by the makeup department. <laughs> okay, so inc- interestingly, inflammation is a biological process your body uses in response to infection, as we noted before. It is important to note, however, that not all five cardinal signs are present in every instance of inflammation. Moreover, the inflammatory process could be silent and not cause noticeable symptoms. You know, these the people that kind of have just always the constant chronic aches and pains... Those are the people I want to say, just try elimination diet, you know, for two months or something. See Not even. Just, see if give me, just give me a week. Yeah. Uh, most people would would probably see a serious benefit. Yep. Cause, you know, because I think like you mentioned before, people like when he, Shannon Sharp got the hip replaced, most people don't know what's even possible as far as how good you can feel. Yep. And if you would just try some you know, an elimination diet for a week or two and see what your new base baseline is. It, you might be incredibly surprised. Right. Um, okay. So it says sometimes the immune system triggers an inflammatory response inappropriately. That is a case with autoimmune diseases. The body compensates by attacking its own healthy tissues, acting as if they are infected or abnormal. So that's kind of what Michaela Peterson is going through. You know, anybody that has rheumatoid arthritis, any of of those types of issues. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why preventing this inflammation is so key. And for those types of people, it's crucial to them to be able to function daily, whereas us... We may or may not be slightly bothered or might gain a little weight or something, but we're not crippled and in bed. Right. Um, so obviously you have to know what your response is. Um, so it says, when, when inflammation process starts, chemicals and white blood cells are released into the body and affected tissues to protect the body. The chemicals increase blood flow to the infected or injured body area, causing redness and warmth in those locations. So that's the, you know, when you get an injury, that's what you said, the heat. That's why we don't ice anymore. Um, Okay, so here's here's an important point. Inflammation is classified as either acute or chronic. Acute inflammation is short-term. Now, that's like for an injury. 
chronic inflammation is long-lasting and even destructive. So that's really, and here's some examples of acute. Okay, an infected ingrown toenail, a sore throat related to the flu, skin cuts and scratches, etc. Now, chronic inflammation, here's really what we're concerned with and we think is brought on by uh, different diet stimulus. Chronic inflammation, on the other hand, may continue to attack healthy areas if it doesn't turn off. It can occur anywhere in the body and may trigger any number of chronic diseases, depending on the area of the body affected. Examples of conditions that cause chronic inflammation include inflammatory arthritis, asthma, periodontitis, that's a gum gum mm-hmm. disease, inflammatory bowel disease. See, when I hear anybody that has these, I just want to tr- say, just try, try an elimination diet for a month. Because I, I feel like a lot of these are I preventable would, and reversible. I, I, all but asthma. I'd call bullshit on that. Yeah, I don't know about the asthma one, but... But yeah, the other ones... If it's inflammation of it. the passage of the air passages, why wouldn't you try? Yeah. You know, it's not like... Uh, you know, we're not sitting here saying that, you know, just eating beef, salt, and water is like a magic pill. But if it can solve or reverse a lot of these issues, why wouldn't you want to at least give it a shot? And and just know, just know what you need to limit or avoid moving forward. Right, because then if you're a really data-driven type of person, you can, like, I think, <laughs> I think some people have, like, made spreadsheets and stuff. They're like, okay, I had raspberries, you know, beef, salt, and water, and then now raspberries for a week. See what happens. <laughs> and then, you know, try. Would it even lettuce. be a week? Well, just try it once, I bet. Yeah, right. Like you with bread. One right. time, you're like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Freaking sneezing. Somebody sneezing and cutting hay feels like somebody freaking you know stabbed right. me in the in the Achilles tendon with a freaking ball peen hammer. Right? Uh, yeah, it's crazy. So okay, here's one loss of function that wasn't in the other article. Inflammation may cause loss of function related to both injury and illness. For example, an inflamed joint cannot be moved properly, or it can make it difficult to breathe due to respiratory infection. Here's one thing: talk about the COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. The reason for all these symptoms is the same. Here's the only time I've seen this word, cytokines, is during COVID talk. Released into the site, it says cytokines released into the bloodstream lead to increased vascular permeability to allow migration of immune cells into tissues. And we're not going down the COVID road, but I'm just going to say the immune response that your body, you know, the reason people have trouble and have serious outcomes with COVID is because of that overreaction of the immune system. Um, so, and that's why people that, or more at risk have the diabetes, overweight. If you have those sure. those con- comorbidities, as they call them, sure. way more at risk because this inflammation is there. Right. And you know, and another thing that I, I read in Gary Thomas's book was talking about the adipose tissue having a larger amount of that can can increase the level of inflammation just chronically in your body, just by its yeah mere existence. Sure. So you know. Well, it's 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 foreign, right? It's not supposed to be there. Well, a certain amount is, like we said, you know, because your body is trying to. Yeah, don't say don't. no, no, no. See, no, you just gave a fucking green light to everybody to be four hundred pounds. Right, that's said a, some. That's right. relative. <laughs> I am six foot, so I could, my sum is more around. than your sum. I am six foot around, <laughs> but that's why. But we just have to do be. We have to be. You know semi-accurate on this shit so right but yeah when we're trying to lean out and have you know chiseled abs we are pushing against our body's natural state slightly 
Slightly. And depending on the person. Depending obviously. on the person. If you're saying visible abs, you know, serration in your muscles and mm-hmm. tiger stripes in your shoulders and <laughs> and, the, and the, you can see the lats and a little bit of rib yeah. right here. Yep. That's healthy. Yeah. Now, three... Per- like your typical person in the 60s, by the way. Right. Yeah. When you're 2%, 3% body fat and you're about to go on stage, no. Right. Not healthy. <laughs> even those That's guys, you're pushing. Even those bodybuilders are like, my dick doesn't work. Oh, I, I can barely stand up. Just they're like, oh, my body's eating itself and <laughs> I can't even walk. They're completely suffering. Yep. So here's what's really scary to me and, you know, could be the end result of a lifetime of chronic inflammation is Alzheimer's and cognitive related oh, issues. Oh, you mean type 3 diabetes? Type 3 diabetes, <laughs> right? Again, all. But it comes down to it, inflammation related, because that's what's happening to your tissues. And, you know, due to the, okay, let me just read a little bit here. So let's see. Research shows that people with prediabetes or type 2 diabetes have a higher risk. And this is kind of a link how uh, it's an article called Alzheimer's and Diabetes. What's the link? Okay. Have a higher risk of, okay, let's start over. Research shows that people with prediabetes or type 2 diabetes have a higher risk of getting Alzheimer's disease and other types of dementia later in life. Scientists think there are a few ways that problems with blood sugar control can lead to problems with your memory and thinking. So insulin resistance, okay? Uh, When your cells don't use insulin the way they should, that affects the mechanics of your brain. Your cells don't get the fuel they need, so your brain can't work right. Your blood sugar goes up, and over time, it can cause harmful fatty deposits in your blood vessels. Mm. Too much insulin can throw off the balance of chemicals in your brain. These effects on the brain are so strong that some scientists feel that Alzheimer's related to insulin resistance should be called type 3 diabetes. Boom, there it is. Uh, With diabetes, you're at greater risk for heart attack or stroke, and high blood sugar levels can trigger inflammation. None of that is good for your blood vessels. See, that's how it's all tied together, mm-hmm. right? So you got to get the blood sugar under control. You got to get the adipose tissue under control. You got to get, and as a result, get the inflammation under control. Because it right. this chronic stuff just permeates every system in your body. And it's all metabolic. It's all metabolic. Yeah. People just don't understand that. And notice we're not talking about curls and bench presses right now. I mean, this is, you know, mostly what's, what you're putting in You know what else we're not right. talking about is within, especially within that middle sentence there mm-hmm. underneath inflammation and blood vessel damage. Yep. You know what we're not talking about? Appearance. Oh, yeah. Not at all. That has, says nothing about your appearance. That mm-hmm. has nothing about, it, it even says at the end of the sentence, only especially if you're obese. Right. But that's skinny fat. Yeah. That can be anybody. That could be Dr. Gregor. Right. Yeah. I'm talking to you, buddy. Absolutely. Yeah, skinny fat is the probably the skinny fat is the the most insidious type of you know, road that can lead you down a bad path that's as far a, as Alzheimer's and it's diabetes a Trojan and stuff. horse. Exactly, because you yep. don't see it coming. You look in the mirror yep. and you and you with a suit on and you yeah. go, Hey, yeah, I'm all right. That guy's put together. I don't have a giant beer yeah, belly. Right. You know, when you see a giant beer belly walking down the street, you go, okay, that guy's in trouble. Right. But a skinny fat guy that has a tons of adipose tissue, the visceral, the visceral know, fat, organs, yep. uh, but looks okay in a suit, may not have any muscle tone, but has all that type of internal fat. They're the ones that are really at risk because they don't know it. I, I have a group of high school friends. And they don't have the urgency. Them, exactly. I have a group of high school friends, and one of them is, was, he's turned it around in the last year, 
Good for him. Because he walked up to you at a family reunion and said, I'm Dewey, Dewey, you look good. A group what of friends, not family. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, he was his diet and everything was terrible right horrible and he was the leanest of them of us all oh of all of us high school friends he was the skinniest the leanest of all even at 40 or whatever yeah oh shit and he had a stroke oh damn and i said dude it's your it's your diet it's metabolic and they're like no it's just and every one of my friends just ganged up on me and they're like fuck you it's genes it's genetic just look at him look at you he's look at he looks better than all of us right and it's like Dude, you just don't get it. That has nothing to do with it. Yeah. So was he skinny fat or just yeah. lean but had visceral internal? Like, was he muscular? Same thing. No. Okay, so just yep. not very big. Not big at all. Okay. Super, right. super skinny. Gotcha. But skinny fat. So his, and his body fat percentage is probably pretty up there then. Like if he did the hydrostatic. Maybe in relation. the visceral fat. But not in relation to his lean body mass. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. So that's really insidious then because it sneaks up on you because anybody that looked at him would have said, he's in no trouble. Right. And Absolutely. Then, he he, he, he passed the eye test. Crazy. So, yeah, that's, uh, you know, dementia, type three, you know, type three diabetes, Alzheimer's, all this stuff. Uh, it's all tied together. So that's why, you know, this, this lifetime of this chronic, uh, inflammation, but you might not even have like, all the markers. You might not have pain. You might not, or you might just have a low chronic level of uh, aches and pains. I'm 50, whatever. You know, you just yep. and you just dismiss Play it as old old height football injuries. Yeah, you just dismiss it. So you don't. You're not doing anything about it. You think there's nothing you can do. Um, so, so what do you if you wake up in the morning and go? You probably have inflammation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I mean, it's funny because I say I get it in my knuckles too. I get it. But well, see, the problem for me is when you train a shit ton. Am I? Is it inflammation or am I just? Sore? Is it just? Yeah, exactly. That's tough. Um, so here's another article talking about uh, diabetes and inflammation. Um, you know, diabetes. Just, yeah, just how all this stuff is tied together. I mean, I'll post all these articles in the show. Yeah, hey, they notes. even say right there: good, the good news, an anti-inflammatory diet. And exercise plan. Mm -hmm. Stop skipping the exercise, people. <laughs> yes. That goes for you, too. Oh, I Get don't. your heart rate up. God damn it. Bro sesh is good, but heart's a muscle, too. <laughs> I just freaking hate cardio, man. I freaking hate it. Everybody does. Do they? Yeah. It's hard. God. People hate hard stuff. But I like hard lifting weights successful and, people and chin ups where I'm like though. quivering and successful people pursue hard things. I, but I'm I do hard unsuccessful things. people avoid them. I talk to you every week. <laughs> That's not hard. That's a highlight of your week. <laughs> oh shit! Here's a psychotine or cytokine things again. Okay. Okay, excess, okay, oop, that was, where'd they go? There's a perfect sentence here. Okay, researchers discovered that in people with type 2 diabetes, cytokine levels, there's that thing you know, related to COVID again, are elevated inside fat tissue. Their conclusion, excess body fat, especially in the abdomen, causes continuous or chronic low levels of abnormal inflammation that alters insulin's action and contributes to the disease. So you know what? Boom. Being fatter makes you fatter. That's yes, what that means. Exactly. It makes it harder to reverse yep. it. You got to get the weight down. You got to get the 
abdomen size. That's why when we're measuring, you know, yep. we were we were tracking my fatness. The main mm-hmm. thing we were looking at, other than my body fat percentage, was the waist measurement because that's and that's the big thing. Like if I go here, yep. I mean, this is hard, mm-hmm. but if I go down here, that's soft. Yep. And I have that to lose. Yep. From an appearance standpoint. Right. But above my belly button, I'm pretty good. Yeah. So it's uh super, super important. You gotta do what you got whatever you can do to get rid of that adipose tissue. Can't get rid of it earlier. Well, Just right. make it smaller. You bastard, yeah. Shrink <laughs> the cells. Am I gonna have to say that every time now instead of lose fat? I'm gonna have to say I, I mean know. correction, I mean shrink the fat cells. I don't know. We'll see. Nah, I'm not I, gonna do it. I might I don't know. You never know what I'm gonna latch on to. <laughs> And not let it go. <laughs> I'm going to stick with lose fat, and we're going to, everybody knows what I mean. So, uh, we're going to wrap it up there, guys. Um, so, make sure you're sending us emails to info at fitandfurious.com. What do you want to hear about? What kind of terms have you heard bandied about among, on podcasts that you don't know what they mean? Who would you want us to interview? Yes. Do you want to be on our show, dear listener? Because yeah. I'll talk to anybody. I don't care. If you got a story, we want to hear it. Yeah. Um, all right, make sure you're watching on YouTube, uh, valuable visuals and weekly extra content. Make sure you check us out anywhere audio podcasts are found. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share. Support the show by going to FuriousMerch.com and buying yourself a cool T-shirt. And we will see you next week. There's no tuna in Subway. <laughs> <laughs>